don't think it can happen to you. The hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and I want to say welcome to the East Coast, and back over to the West Coast, and overseas, and back up to Canada, and back over to the West Coast, where I happen to be residing right now. Okay, a lot of crazy stuff has been going on in the driving world. Um, I'm sure breaking news the other day, uh, Tesla. Tesla has partnered up with Hertz rental car uh, kind of tells me there's going to be a lot, a lot of Teslas out there. Congratulations to Elon Musk and his company uh, for securing that kind of a deal. Uh, and quite honestly, to tell you the truth, I'm not really sure. I have been thinking in the past probably week, no, I'd have to say at least a month, about a month on and off thoughts of maybe myself. Maybe myself, I should get a Tesla. Uh, something that I've been kind of debating between that and a Lexus car that I've been eyeballing for a while. Just to see. Just to see. Because with the gas prices going up, more and more out here in California and all across America, it's maybe now time to cut the umbilical cord, if you will. Cut the apron strings. Cut the pipeline and just get rid of it and not deal with any kind of gas prices. I'm So I'm kind of torn between two or three different cars that I was looking at, obviously. Uh, I mentioned Alexa or Tesla and also maybe possibly, just possibly, um, uh, Lexus. I'm not really sure. If not, maybe go back into, say... Maybe a Prius, again, uh, as you know, I have that, but probably a hybrid type, all the way, electrical plug-in type car. I'm not really sure. But anyways, that's a topic for another day. Uh, lots to go over here. Got a couple of different new and some old TV stations that I've gotten some audio from this week. And 
quite honestly, to tell you the truth, uh, I was doing some repairs on my laptop, so I accidentally lost the sounds from the previous week. So we're going to go forego that. And I just want to say I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the podcast show. Uh, I know that I've been promising to try to put some kind of videos out there with my podcast. Uh, the more and more I try to work on that, uh, I think I get, you know, I, I, I do want to do it. The problem is that I don't think my face is good enough for a camera, but hey, I mean, there's probably a half a dozen people in Hollywood that are probably thinking the same thing I am, but that's just the way it is. Anyways, so we have a lot of different stuff here. And the first topic I got is uh, dealing with a very, very bizarre, very, very bizarre hit and run that leads into uh, misdirect some officers. And it's not the person that's being arrested isn't the person that is that was the perpetrator in the hit and run. It's his wife. And she's in jail now with a $10,000 bail bonds. Matter of fact, I've been thinking about trying to get a hold of a bail bonds and talk to them to find out how much uh, normal bail would be for a, say, a hit and run, uh, somebody that's been arrested, a DUI. Let's break it down into the different categories. So that way you as a listeners already know that what it could be and then you can convey to people that you know what it actually is and then from that point on if there's somebody that kind of goes oh you know what I just can't afford man I just can't afford that 10-20% of the bail bonds and I know eventually mm, it's not going to look good just maybe, just maybe you'll end up not wanting to go ahead and do a, uh, you know, getting behind the wheel. Once you've really been drinking, you can get an Uber, a Lyft, a taxi cab, call your mom, call your dad, call your friend, call one of your coworkers. And maybe that will just register in the minds of yourself. So this first story comes from uh, WCBB. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And again, the wife tried to misdirect some officers. So she now is arrested for kind of more like obstruction of justice, if you will. And again, I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Erica and Ben, the hit and run happened in Kingston, but police tracked down the driver to here in Portsmouth. And that's when they encountered his wife, who allegedly tried to misdirect those officers. Are you Miss Brown? Yes, sir. Angela Sprawl appearing by video in a New Hampshire courtroom. The 30-year-old accused of hindering police as they tried to arrest her husband. She purposely warned him of impending discovery and that she used her hands to signal him away from the New Hampshire State Troopers searching for him. Her husband is 45-year-old Craig Sprawl. He's charged in the hit-and-run death of retired Hudson Police Sergeant Donna Briggs. She was riding her bike on 125 in Kingston last Tuesday. Investigators say Sprawl nodded off at the wheel 
and drifted into Briggs. This was a very complex investigation uh, around the clock for three days with, with a lot of moving parts. When police arrived at this Portsmouth motel Friday morning to arrest Sprawl, his wife allegedly misdirected police. Court documents state Sprawl claimed that she was at the motel alone and further claimed Craig Sprawl was not at the motel and offered to call someone that he was with. And Sprawl has a criminal record, including an order to stay away from the very husband she tried to protect following an incident in 2020. Her past is also prompting prosecutors to question where potential bail money might come from. So if a person has a, some kind of a history, perhaps drug-related or other type of criminal activity, the state can ask that the source of the funds be identified before it's accepted as bail for the court. For now, she will remain behind bars on $10,000 cash bail. She also has warrants out of Arizona and Florida. Live in Portsmouth, Sarah Conji, WCVB News Center. All right, again, that story came from uh, WCBB, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use down. That's Channel 5. And, you know, quite honestly, this is a little bizarre. The husband was obviously being pursued for the hit and run. Uh, killing of an officer. The wife is out there kind of misguide the officers in another direction, kind of, uh, you know, obstruction of justice, if you will. And therefore, now she's going to be arrested and probably uh, put behind jail, $10,000 fine uh, or bail bonds for that. It's just, this is very weird and yet still very strange and sad at the same time. An officer, a retired officer, lost her life because of somebody driving, kind of nodding off, and ended up hitting the officer and then taking off. Uh, it, it, it is something like this is very, very scary at best. And I always wonder myself, how, if I was tired, how would I react? Would I pull over? Would I stop on the side? Would I run into a store and get some kind of cold drink or something to keep me awake? Would that have been something that was beneficial or helpful maybe to this uh, gentleman here who ended up killing the officer? And honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't really know. But I do know that these are the kinds of things that, well, we just don't need to have anymore. And the more and more I talk about things like this, I've said it before, it just keeps rearing its ugly head. When we come back, a hit and run, and a 22-year-old woman turned herself in. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. 
Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can pick it up on uh, uh, Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and Facebook is DistractedDB. You can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And quite honestly, to tell you the truth, this show has been hitting major, major marks across the globe, and I appreciate them. I've gotten Japan checking in. i got Europe checking in. I've got Turkey checking in. Uh, I've got Canada checking in. Obviously, uh, obviously, a lot of uh, states here in America checking in from California to New York to Green Bay to, to Wisconsin to Green Bay. I guess that's the same area. Uh, New York, back down to Florida, all over the place. Alabama's kicking in. i got all sorts of different places that are checking in. And I appreciate them for checking in, listening to this show, listening to this podcast. If we can do one thing together, if we can save one person's life, then I feel it might be worth it. All right. In this next story, how would you like to be 22 years old? You do something and then you realize, oh my gosh, I probably just hurt somebody. I killed somebody. And yet... You take off for a while, and then your conscience actually got the better of you, and you ended up turning yourself in. Although, be it a week later, you still turned yourself in. An arrest has been made in Fort Prince's hit and run. And this story comes from WPTV, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound, because to me, I think... Being 22 years old, and I get it. I was young, and I was stupid at one time. I told you guys a story, and we don't have really much time to get into it today, where I was out while I was in the, in the service, and me and my friends, we went out bar hopping one night, going from one bar to another bar to another bar. Obviously, we're driving from place to place because they didn't have an Uber. They didn't have... Uh, lift back then, although they did have taxis, but we, ah, we're good, we're good, we're invincible. At the age of 20, 25, 26, you think you're so invincible, you're going to do whatever you got to do. And I remember going home one night on a Friday night, and honestly to God, I don't know how I made it home. I remember blanking out. I actually blanked out and went six miles down the road changing from the very right lane to the very last lane and there was seven red lights in between and I do not remember 
how I made it without crashing, killing anybody, or running any red lights. I swear, I have no idea. From that point on, when I woke up and realized, because I had to go over a railroad track, which woke me up, and another 200 yards from that, I would have went right into an intersection and, and off into embankment and probably ended up killing myself, if not somebody else. I remember that when I was like 20-some years old. I was stupid, and I just realized at that point in time, it's not worth it. It is not worth it. So I changed. I said, no more drinking and driving. It, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do anything stupid behind the wheel, like text and drive. Back then, we didn't have cell phones, so obviously that was not an issue. But eating, drinking behind the wheel, that was a problem. I, I stopped all that. Well, here is a, is a hit and run that ended up killing a 10-year-old girl last week. And honestly, to tell you the truth, it took a week for the 22-year-old woman to turn herself in. 22 years old, and then she finally turns herself in a week later. She was arrested for a deadly hit-and-run crash that killed a 10-year-old girl. And a 10-year-old girl was just getting to get ready to get on the bus to go to school when she was hit and killed. Here again is a story from WPTV. Breaking news from WPTV News Channel 5. Breaking news in the hit-and-run crash that killed a 10-year-old girl and shook a community. Tonight, more than a week later, there's been an arrest. As a reminder, it's incumbent for all drivers on our roadways to drive safely, slow down. We have to all be safe for our babies. Jaceni Rodriguez-Gonzalez was hit and killed by a car while trying to board her school bus in Fort Pierce. We learned about the arrest less than two hours before a public vigil was about to start. Same coverage with Josh Navarro, live at the vigil. And we start with WPTV News Channel 5's Derek Lowe, live at police headquarters. Derek. Michael, good afternoon. Yeah, police this afternoon declining to take any questions after that news conference. They did say, however, that the suspect in this case, 22-year-old Ariana Aleja Colon, decided to turn herself into the St. Lucie County Jail at around 3 p.m. this afternoon. Ariana is 22 years old. Officers say that the crash happened back on the morning of September 23rd at the intersection of Skylark Drive and Oleander Avenue in Fort Pierce. Hours later, police say they were able to locate the vehicle involved in the crash, a white Chevy sedan. Police never identified Cologne as a person of interest, but did say that they had a person of interest the night of the crash. Cologne is being charged with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of an accident involving death. Her bond is set at $210,000. It goes without saying that this hits very home. It, it hits close to home for all of us. There's been so much support from the whole community St. Lucie Public Schools making the decision moving on to move the pickup location for that bus route to Skylark Drive instead of Oleander Avenue. Students will now be able to board the bus in a more safe location. Live in Fort Pierce, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV News Channel 5. All right, again, that story came from WPTV, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, another high bail bond of $210,000 for this 22-year-old girl who 
was the perpetrator in a hit and run that left a 10-year-old girl dead on her way to school. Just prior to her boarding the school bus, she was hit and killed by this 22-year-old woman. Now, think about this for a minute, if you will. One, the perpetrator, okay, her life is pretty much over. Her family has probably been ripped apart. The victim, obviously, passed away because of this perpetrator. Her family now is grieving with this kind of loss and yet has to make arrangements for funerals. Uh, she won't be able to go to school anymore. Her family will not see her grow up, will not see anything. And it's just so disheartening that something like this would happen. And uh, quite honestly, to tell you the truth, it's appalling. It is so appalling that this kind of stuff continues to happen over and over again. And yet it just happens just like on a normal day. It's no big deal to people. But I'll give only an ounce, an ounce of credit to the young 22-year-old woman who turned herself in. Although I think she was kind of forced to turn herself in because the officers indicated they had a suspect in mind, which was probably her. And she knew it. But I take that credit away at the same time because she never went ahead after, it st after, after the uh, crash that hit and killed this little girl. She never stayed at the scene. She fled the scene. Therefore, hit and run. Felony, $210,000 in bail. $210,000. Oh, my goodness. I, I just don't get it. Maybe other people get it, and maybe they understand. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't understand it. Maybe somebody can explain it. All right, when we come back, a wrong-way driver in Arizona. Yeah. Hate to see that happen. All right, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to DistractedDriversBuster.com, the podcast show. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. 
You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course Facebook, DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. And I want to thank everybody from the East Coast to the West Coast, overseas and back for listening to this podcast show. And I got to tell you, though, uh, there's a lot more There's a lot more and more people that are kind of tuned in to my podcast show for the fact that they want to know what is going on behind the wheel of America. What is going on behind the wheel of America? Obviously, the hit and runs, the DUIs, it's all coming into play. You know, and not only that, you have wrong way drivers. And here's a story comes from ABC 15 out there in Arizona. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. This is a very short audio piece. But nevertheless, it's a piece that is kind of important because it deals with something that scares me to death. I drive on the freeway, and yet you end up seeing kind of things just like this. Another crash happening on the 10 at 16th Street, and this one was actually caused by a wrong-way driver going the wrong way in the eastbound lanes. Still not clear at this time how many vehicles were involved in that crash. Again, no one hurt. One person is now in custody, though, for suspected impairment. Again, not knowing which way is the right way when you're behind the wheel, not, not really good. Not really good. And I appreciate ABC 15 for allowing me to use the sound. I appreciate that. It's been a while since I've gotten some audio from ABC 15, and I welcome them back into the DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show family. Okay, so distracted drivers, uh, when, when they get behind the wheel and they are going the wrong way, it really scares me because I see more and more people driving now with their lights off because they have these cars now, the newer cars have these daytime running lights and it looks like they're on. But you're coming up from behind people, you can't really tell. And what scares me is the fact that if you're seeing an oncoming car coming in your direction, they always think backwards compared to. So you have to make that decision. What side of the road should you be on? Well, realistically, it's backwards. So if you're driving in the fat in the far right-hand lane, then when they turn around, you need to be in the actually fast lane because if you are, when they do the reverse, they are actually driving in the slow lane or they perceive to be the slow lane, but they're really in a fast lane. So you actually need to be on the opposite side of the road, if that makes any kind of sense. At least it, at least in my head, I think that's what it makes sense. But when these vehicles come up on the wrong way, it 
very deadly. I have seen videos and I've seen and I've driven by places down in San Diego, L.A., Corona area. Uh, heck, it even happens here in Temecula. Hey, and things happen in a bad way. There is no recovering from somebody who's drunk or high or just disorientated on medication and they have no clue. But when they get behind the wheel, they think that they're in the right. There is no way. And you only have a split seconds, seconds at that at the most in order to make a proper decision. Am I going the right way? Am I going to be, because you see those headlights coming at you. You got to make that decision. Am I going the right way? Am I going to make it out of here and avoid this driver that is obviously disorientated? Well, that's a decision that you can make. I just, it just bothers me to no end that these things still continue to happen. I talked about it before, don't have enough time to talk about it now, but I always think on those off-ramps, you should have, just like they have in the airports and stuff, where if you go down, going the right correction, or in the right direction, the spikes will go down and doesn't puncture your tire, but you have them going the opposite way, the wrong way, and it'll flatten all four tires just like that. That's just me thinking out loud. I'm not telling anybody how to set up their roads, but just think about it. If you flatten their tires, you're good to go. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast show. Again, thanks to all these TV stations for allowing me to use the sound. I appreciate that. And most of all, do not, do not be a wrong way driver. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Thanks for listening. Until the next show, be safe. Remember, I don't want to die today for you. Don't let anyone take the sands of time within your own hourglass. Until next week, be safe. <laughs>